Andrew. What's up, Riley? Do you want to start a podcast? Uh, sure, but, I mean, what would you want it to be about? I think we're thinking too small. What would you want it to be about? That's fool's talk. It doesn't matter what it's about. What matters is simply that it happens. And so what I want to ask you is, Andrew, is what is a podcast about scheduling a podcast look like? Oh, boy. Um, Jesus. I wish I knew how to schedule podcasts effectively. Um, <laughs> how do you, how do you, Andrew, you have a guest on your show and they've been like, and, and you, they've agreed to come on the show and now you're in the part where you have to pick a date. What is your process? Um, so my process is, uh, I, what I say is, first of all, I don't have any podcasts that have guests on them. That's the weird thing. Um, you've had guests on the Argonauts. We've had a couple, uh, none that matter. Um, <laughs> I was on the Argonauts. <laughs> um, no, I, I think what I typically do is I say that we record, you know, we'd normally record on Tuesdays. Uh, so if that works for you, we'd love to make that happen. Otherwise, uh, let us know what day works best and we can schedule around you. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then we kind of go from there. Okay. 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 The way that, and, and how good are you with time zones? I'm great at time zones. You're um, great. What time is it in California right now? Right now in California, it's three hours behind. So it's five thirty-nine. How'd you do that? <laughs> it took eight minus three. How did here's, you do that? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, I'm good at, uh, here's the weird thing. I'm good at central time. It's just one hour ahead of me or, or yeah, one hour behind me. Um, However you talk about it. Right now it's 7.39 mm-hmm. in your time. Um, mm-hmm. That's central time. Pacific time is three hours behind. Uh, and then mountain time, as far as my brain is concerned, doesn't exist. And I could not tell you how to do the calculation for that. <laughs> Even though scientifically I know that it's probably just two hours. The thing that always gets me is I run in that. I think someone's like, oh, do you want to be 8, eight, 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 o'clock, uh, eight o'clock Eastern? And I'm like, okay. Eastern has New York in it. On New mm-hmm. Year's Eve, New York has their big ball drop an hour before I, uh, before it's midnight for me. So that means it's an hour ahead. So that means that 8 minus 1 is 7 central. 7. Yes, that works for me. It is like that long of a process every time. And if I don't go through every step, then I'm dead. I'm a, I'm in a fucking coffin. I think like, that because I grew up in Eastern time, um, I have an advantage because as a person in, in the Eastern time, uh, everything is earlier. There is no time zone that I interact with regularly that is after me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, because when 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 it gets in front of you, you get to like you get to like England and shit, and it's like it's just like in the distance. And it's, exactly it's, at that point, it's like six hours ahead. So I'm like having to schedule. Like at that point, I'm. It's reasonable for me to say, "What time is that for you? Do you know what that is? Eastern time." Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, I, you know, I can imagine and and Central time having a good chunk of the world that is behind you, and then other chunks of the country that are ahead of you. Um, I can I can see where confusion on that would be. <laughs> Even if I do think it's easy to calculate time zones. All right. Well, since you're apparently the strongest motherfucker in existence who's so great at math and big <laughs> numbers, why don't you give me another podcast? I've got a podcast idea here from uh, our good friend at Not an Inn who says 
a podcast about how trustworthy a person is based on the anime tattoos they have. Oh, now Riley, the... I I want to hit you off the top, and I want to say that um, I do believe that you shouldn't believe in like the moral compass of people based on the media they consume. Um, mm. <laughs> you know, people are not the media that they that, that they use to define themselves, and things that matter to people don't necessarily. You know, just because someone likes a thing doesn't mean that they're a good person or a bad person. And believing that about someone probably is going to lead you down a bad path, right? Okay, yeah. That being said, I don't <laughs> trust anyone that has a Naruto tattoo. Ooh, that's like a big net. <laughs> that's a wide swath that you've got. Um, <laughs> Why is that? Well, because I'm re-watching Naruto right now, and it's not very good. <laughs> And I don't what? trust you if you think that it's a series worth emblazoning in ink upon your body. Oh, Andrew. I'm ready to be canceled for this episode. Come I... at me with your summoning jutsus and your kanai knives. Uh, I've seen your show. It's bad. I think... I grew up on your show. I, I, I survived high school because of your show. I've come out on the other side of that show a better person. Mm-hmm. Who can look back and say, that's not it. I think the problem is with a lot of shows that are old, like Naruto, mm-hmm. is that new stuff is just better than old stuff. Like, even good old stuff still suffers in ways that good new stuff does not. Like, I'm watching I'm watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the 3D animated cartoon from like 2012. Mm-hmm. Would you believe that I think I think I could easily say that that's better than Naruto? <laughs> I would believe that. Um, it's like it's it's got comedy, it's got charm, it has themes and emotions, great action. It has like it is like has some emotional episodes that deal with trauma, but like I don't have to see Jiraiya ever. And so that <laughs> makes it better. I it, um it, I I do want to I I want to say um I have a coworker at work uh, who I guess is an anime fan. And I know this because um, he's a person that likes to fiddle with Zoom backgrounds. Um, oh, no. And, and <laughs> see, I work in tech, and so um, people change their Zoom backgrounds to whatever they want uh, sometimes because there's no... There's no... We're not... Res- <laughs> there's no adults in the room is the problem with tech um and so you can just do whatever i love it because i can wear sweatpants to work uh at the same time i probably shouldn't be able to wear sweatpants to work <laughs> it's a weird thing i'm working out amongst myself but mm-hmm. i got i got coworkers that change their background to like maps from halo that's fine that's fine i like that it shows that you like something i've got coworkers that change their maps to like here's a minecraft screen sure that's fine i like minecraft mm-hmm. it's creative uh, I have one coworker that changed their background to uh, Itachi from Naruto, and I was like, "I don't fuck with you." That's also a red flag because, like, who's an Itachi stan? What kind of fucking weirdo? So many people, and those are all weirdos. And I that's, think that's the Naruto the- fan base, rightly. <laughs> but I think I don't think Naruto is the least trustworthy anime tattoo. What do you because think it I, is? I because here's the thing with Naruto, like, yes. Not a good, not a great show, but it is like it could be foundational through nostalgic eyes. It's like the same thing as like a GI Joe tattoo or whatever the fuck. You know what See, I mean? See, I don't trust that either. 
I also don't, but I'm just trying to make a point. Okay. I think one that I think is like you look at and you go, not only is that bad, but it's like actively bad in a way that like you are like you putting out choosing as an adult to put it on your body means you have you are still like dumb. You are mm-hmm. still dumb. I think that's Death Note. I see somebody with a Death Note tattoo and I'm like, get out of here. Mm. Mm. Go, Death go back Note to- is a good pull. Go back mm-hmm. to 4chan, you weirdo. <laughs> like, don't don't talk to me. Yeah, it really depends. Uh, hmm. <laughs> here's what, where here's where I'm going to. Uh, I do want to come at you a bit. Okay. The question that we're being asked is how trustworthy a person is. I do think that if someone has a Death Note tattoo or an Attack on Titan tattoo, they can be trusted, but you should not like they will be. You can trust them when they tell you that they're bad. You like they will not like they are aware that they are bad and they will tell you that they are bad. They They may not not even know it, but they are telling you that they are bad and you can Uh trust them. The everything that is about every you can trust the vibes you get exactly, which is I different think, than like tr- people often equate trust with this is a good person. But you're right, you can trust the vibes somebody lets off. I don't think you can trust a Naruto tattoo person because the first person they're lying to is themselves. Now that I've alienated good chunks of our podcast audience, do you have a different recommendation for us? Now I'm just really thinking about different uh pod different like tattoos and different like what the least trustworthy like cartoon is. And and I think I it kind of brought me to a new idea. I don't have a I this is this was suggested by me. This is a me me original. Oh, okay. Riley original. Um Andrew? Yeah. I want to do a show where we talk about how we can improve. Like, I can fix that. It's a show where we improve uh, old things. Old things that are, you know, fuck it. Who wants to watch something from the 90s? Like, the late 90s? No, come on. Fuck off. Riley, I've got bad news for you about the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't care. I don't want to watch anything from before 2000. Thank you. And so it's a matter of like looking at old shit and going like, how can I make this palatable to like a modern sensibility? Like, oh, so often someone's like, oh, you should you should watch this old thing. And I'm like, no, what? I asked me to read a book. You going to ask me to send a letter by carrier pigeon? Oh, is it on cassette tape? What's the matter with you? I I cannot get on board with your everything old is bad bandwagon. What, do you write I, checks with that mouth? Get out of here. I, I can't get on board with that because there are good things that are old. Name one. Any. Anything. Uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Hey, that's after 2000, Andrew. Is it really after two? Okay, that's after 2000. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say that's 2005, but I'm going to check. I guess, uh, okay, you're defining old yeah. as being pre I said before 2000. Before Anything? 2000. Um, Y2K should have wiped out all of culture, and then we could have just restarted. <laughs> and we just rebuild ourselves from the ashes. Um, <laughs> We'd be better off. Huh. I mean, there's a lot of great movies, a lot of great books. There's never been a good movie, but okay, continue. Name a good I, movie. 
the Godfather. Oh, the Godfather. Man, I, I'm just... I, I cook it a pizza. Yeah, what else do you want? I cook the pizza. <laughs> I put a hair's head in a person's bed. Ah, bada bing. My daughter's wedding. Like, yeah. I'm what? so glad that I'm not the only person getting canceled for this episode. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. Um, okay, so you're... <laughs> I, I will I could, say, here's the thing. Now I'll agree go. with you, even even into what I would consider like older shows, which is even early 2000s at this point. Um, it is hard to go back to stuff and just be like, hey, you should check out this really good show. Um, just a heads up, <laughs> really don't like gay or trans people. So like you're going to have to encounter that and rip that bandaid off when you get yep. the chance. Hey, There's it's, nothing it's... we loved more in the 90s and early 2000s than just mm-hmm. being homo and transphobic. And see, and that's my thing. Because you can make, you can then, we just look at that, and and this is perfect, because I'm me and you're you. And so you come in and go, Riley, I think that we should watch Citizen Kane or some shit. And I'm like, no, fuck off. We're going we're gonna to make that better, because we are going to improve it for a modern time. And I'm not going to watch it. And you, I, I think you're going to tell me about it, and I'm going to say, stop right there. <laughs> and then we're going to improve it. <laughs> so we're going to run into the problem where, like, the reason that things are noteworthy are for mm-hmm. the ground they laid ahead of them. Mm-hmm. And the problem, the problem, the solution to that is even if it's built on the shoulders of giants, it's still taller than those giants. So you're the full on like Kylo Ren, let the past die, kill it if you have to. That's the only way. Like that's mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. approach to anything old. Yes, because again, media, books, movies, people, just like if they're mm-hmm. from before a certain time, get rid of them. That's your stance. And listen, you said people, and I understand that I have no place in this new world that I'm creating, but I have to make, I have to create it. <laughs> okay, well, uh, then, then g- great. We'll, we'll get on rebooting the universe. <laughs> so what is our first top what is our first thing that we reboot what is the first thing we recreate and you know what i'm gonna get this to you andrew the wheel that shit's we're, old that shit's undone we're gonna reinvent the wheel i i i <laughs> oh i'm round fuck off i'm Boring. worried riley i think that you do have some good ideas and in the process of trying to implement, and in, in the process of trying to make them manifest, you've just said, like, look, I've got this neat gun. Let me just, like, obliterate my own foot with it. And then we can move forward from here. And guns are old, too. We have to remake those. <laughs> You're saying all this old shit, Andrew, and I'm just, I can't hear it. I can't hear it. <laughs> Riley, I got a pitch for you. Yeah, what do you got? This one came in from Colton, uh, who sent us a screenshot of some from something else, uh, and said, "Is this anything?" Uh, this is a tweet from at uh, at I am King Moin on or Mo- King Monye on uh, on Twitter. Uh, the caption is "Looks like one of the guys quit," uh, and if you look, it's a sign of a Five Guys uh, restaurant, but the F and the E is gone, leaving it IV guys. <laughs> <laughs> Riley, I'm gonna guy. I'm gonna pitch you our our podcast, uh, IV guys. Uh, it's gonna be you and just uh, some of the dudes getting together. 
uh, sitting in a chair with a nice IV dripping and no. just chatting about, uh, you know what? We can make this podcast last forever because we don't have to eat or sleep or whatever. Because we've got an, a saline drip keeping us hy- uh, uh, not hydrated, keeping mm-hmm. us alive alive neutralized neutralized yeah nutritionized neutrated full of nutrients we're officially neutered by this nope that's not it (laughs) this 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 (laughs) this fucking cord is putting the nude in us this is a this is a podcast where we are uh we're in a room together uh we've got just an IV that gets changed out every once in a while, and we are literally potting until we drop. Oh, uh, and we're here, putting the thing. we're putting twelve hour day to shame. We're podcasting as long as possible without having to eat or drink in the middle. As long as possible. Um, yes, and and here's the thing, Andrew. You know how podcasts? There's episodes. They're on demand. You can pull them up, right? Mm-hmm. Let me picture this. I'm gonna revolutionize. I am here to revolutionize podcasting. What if there was a link to a feed and you turn onto that feed and there was just something going and you didn't start there, you didn't end there and you just left eventually and came back, but it was just constant, you know, it's, it's like a constant podcast that never ended goes 24 hours a day. This is talk radio. Why? What is that? You've remade talk radio by doing the same thing. What year is that from? <laughs> i got a podcast idea here this is from at janie jaffe who Mm -hmm. uh writes in a podcast delivered exclusively by voicemail Ooh, so this is a very personal podcast well see the good news about this one is that my mom already hosts this show and i have a deep backlog ready to release to the public So this is like, you know, when Patreon, when you follow Patreon and they're like, oh, I, at $50 a month, we'll send you a gift in the mail or some shit, right? Uh, yeah. Picture this, if you will. At $50 a month, we'll send you a podcast. And that podcast is us calling you the listener. And we're like, and we, we do this. We just fucking do this. I have my phone set up. It, it feeds in my mic, Andrew's mic. And we, we're just doing a show for as long as your voicemail will stand out. And then click, it ends. And there you go. You you poop. You got a little you get a little tidbit in there of just of like just a good for you podcast. It's not for anyone else. It's the one minute the the one minute uh ma- mail box uh, I, I got nothing. I got nothing there. I don't have I was I really I wondering where you were going with this one. So uh in my experience this is just a podcast where we are we're just record. You're saying we're recording a bespoke stream, a bespoke stream per listener, um, mm-hmm. and just like calling them and updating them on our lives. Instead of releasing an episode to everyone, uh, we are doing a very specific feed. And maybe it's still just one episode that we've broken up into minute chunks and have sent it across to people. So they have like a big fun puzzle. They get to, like, oh, what what joke did you get? Oh, I got <laughs> I got that mythic rare Andrew and Riley joke where they did Andrew did a Lin Manuel rap and, and and like ah damn I just got a comment again where they talked about podcasting and the medicines. <laughs> yeah, some, someone else is just like, man, I got them trying to figure out what the verb form of nutrition is. <laughs> And like they're right there, 
I think that's going to get to something because now, 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 you can we can make booster packs of of ourselves, of our of our content, of our jokes, and we can assign them rarity. And you know, sometimes they have like foil on them. I don't know what an audio foil sounds like, but it's a little more crinkly than other audio feeds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's reflective. We've been put through a filter. Yeah, but, I worry that we're just revisiting. I was about to say revisiting our hits, but I don't even think this joke went over super great the first time. So, <laughs> fuck. Wait, have we, have we done this before? Talking about booster packs of podcasts multiple times. God damn it. We're both nerds. Andrew, Riley, I, you got another podcast for me? I do have another podcast for you. No, no. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll randomly <laughs> select a joke for you in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Uh, all right, all right. This is a uh, uh, this is a podcast from at Phil W. Shung, uh, who says, "History's greatest reply guys." History's greatest <sighs> reply guys. Oh, oh boy. Oh, this is this is a meal, baby. <laughs> do you know I have a reply guy? You have a reply guy? I do. Ooh, tell me more. Tell me more. I don't think that this person listens to this show um but there is a person that replies to a lot of my tweets uh that i have never responded back to (laughs) so i'm having trouble imagining what is history's greatest reply guy is this is this when we say greatest do we mean worst I think there's something interesting if we look for the actual greatest. Like, the, like, supreme, like, what makes a good reply guy? Because all reply guys are bad at their core, at their heart. Mm-hmm. But, like, what makes it a, like, they're not the they're not the reply guy, I, they're not the reply I want, but the reply I need right now. What makes that? I've got a question for you about, um, this might be philosophic in nature, um, is a reply guy better if they only reply to one person or if they reply to multiple people as a reply guy? I like a reply guy that has loyalty and and like specifically is here for one person. Like they're not out there sharing their love with everyone. They are specifically looking and going, I this person right here is my friend. Ooh. If it, oh, go ahead. Because if they're like, oh, all these people are my friends, then that's not, there's nothing there. There's just, that's somebody who's just looking to the wind. And that's, that's not, that's not anyone I would want to chase. But someone who feels like, yes, I have made a connection with this one person. That is my shit. I think I know who this podcast is about, actually. Hmm? I know I know who our subject is. Um, do you know there is a prolific tweeter called Crang T. Nelson? Yes. Yes, I know Crang T. Nelson. Good 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 tweeter. Like their mm-hmm. account. Um Good good name, by the way. Crang. Yeah, very good name. Uh very weird thing about their account is if you go to pretty much any uh any of their um any tweet that they do 
uh, you will find the same person replying with the same stock, not a stock image. It's the same screenshot from the movie The Waterboy of Rob Schneider pointing. It's the scene where he says, you can do it. <laughs> but instead, it right it's a it guy right saying, here. you can tweet it. I can see it right here. This person replies to almost every single oh, one of their tweets him, we found him. with this response. Why? If you look, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to name this person on the podcast. This is amazing. This is the funniest joke in the world. It's every single tweet. <laughs> I think I've seen Krang acknowledge the fact that this happens once. Uh, where he was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, but this is on every tweet. I'm looking at this person's account right now and so scrolling through. Uh, I'm liking them. I'm liking the tweets. Are you liking all of them? Yeah. Jesus. Uh, oh, no. I've... I've, I've they're on to us now. I need to pull Riley out of this hole. Uh, but that's who our podcast is about. You bet it is. This is this is the man behind the mask. This is behind the behind the tweetus. Like we need to know. <laughs> uh, GM Jeff Stormer writes in and says, uh, "This is a pitch for reviewing the mouthfeel of various beloved podcasts." Reviewing the mouthfeel of various beloved podcasts. Okay, so it's like, when you describe, can you describe mouthfeel to me? So, um, in cooking, mouthfeel is like, um, not how something tastes or its direct texture. It's how things taste together. Like, how or how it feels in the mouth, obviously, as the name implies. And you can say that words have a mouthfeel to them, too. Uh, there are, like, inherently nice phrases to say. Like, people like the phrase cellar door. Um, something about it just kind of rolls off the tongue and feels very complete. Um, whereas something else, like Blitzkrieg, has a very harsh mouthfeel to it, but is also indicative of what the word is. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, you can kind of judge the mouthfeel of a thing, right? Okay. We're judging the mouthfeel of different podcasts. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So, like, Waypoint Radio. Like, that is good. That's four syllables. It goes like bop, 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 bop. It has a rhythm to it that is created by the way you say it. it my feels brother, good. my brother, and me. That one sounds like you're falling down the stairs. <laughs> and I think that happens when you start getting into D&D podcasts, too. Like, it's like, because I've always thought that, like, Dungeons and Dragons, as a word, sounds like you're tumbling down the stairs. It's like, Dungeons and Dragons. And it's like, like you're colliding downwards. <laughs> See, I, I, I think Dungeons and Dragons, good mouthfeel. It's part of the reason it's endured as long as it has. <laughs> um, but like, Friends at the Table. Nice mouthfeel to its name. It has, again, I'm, I'm like, I can see the movement of the name. What is a bad mouthfeel podcast? I think I have bad news for you. Is it the, the podcast, podcast minds there before the grace of God, God go we? I think it is, unfortunately. <laughs> no. now, that I'm, now that I'm realizing this, I'm trying to think if there are any other podcasts that have uh, that bad of a mouthfeel to uh, their titles, and I don't think that they have it. Uh, so uh, uh, I'm scrolling right now. Uh, uh, there's got to be something in here. Uh, 
How about um, <laughs> I, I think okay. Uh, if we need to get out of rating titles, because um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, so you know what I always tell you about podcasts? What? It's a thing you do with your mouth, right? I mean, for us, <laughs> I think that we need if we're gonna test out the mouth feel of podcasts. I think that we need to do the podcast and then see how it feels to have done it. Okay, okay. Now, here's the thing. We have kind of stumbled in this direction before with the idea of, like, cover podcasts, cover song podcasts, just Mm -hmm. like this. And the way these jokes usually play out is my brain goes, who would be a good sport about us trying to cover them? And I go, oh, the anime sickos. Mm -hmm. And then I try to do an anime sickos impersonation, and then it's bad. Right, and we we decide to cut it from the podcast, and yeah. it never goes out, and no one has to know. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> with that on the table, uh-huh. Andrew, I have a great anime sickos interpretation I want to give you right now. <laughs> so here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I need you. Um, we're not doing impressions. Um, okay. And I I can't I can never take impressions seriously after um, uh, you know <laughs> Bo, you know Bo Burnham. Yeah, I know Bo Burn. He uh he was doing a thing once and he just said to the audience, like, hey, you guys like impressions? And they said, Yeah. And he said, Why? <laughs> and that's all I can think of anytime someone threatens to do an impression of something. Um, so I don't want this to be the impression podcast because mm-hmm. we're not here to do the episode of the thing. Okay. Okay. We're here to see how the words and sounds feel on our mouth exactly we're reviewing it okay okay i think i I do have a good idea i need i need hit me with the like hit me with the intro to anime sickos but like do it as riley and tell me how it feels (laughs) don't do it as tom or joe now that you've asked me to do the intro the uh, like the first three words are gone from my brain is it just welcome to anime sickos is it just welcome to anime sickos the podcast for geniuses uh yeah hit hit me yeah yeah it's just welcome to anime sickos the podcast for geniuses the only podcast i'm tom an anime sicko i'm joe an anime sicko you would have also said that we're going over the pillars of modern misery but i I think think that that comes now i think we got enough to work with yeah 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 because because I think I think you're right. I think we do the whole rigmarole for each podcast. Do so, their, do each of their intros in that way. How did that feel for you? <clears throat> Saying this is the podcast for geniuses has a good. That's a good energy. That's a good feeling on that. It sounded like it felt good. It did. I I was like questioning myself going into it, but as soon as I said this is the podcast for geniuses, I believed it. Okay, see, I said I'm Joe, an anime sicko, and that, like, that rhyme really worked for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, That's a mm-hmm. good mouthfeel. I felt good saying it. Then, Andrew, can you give me, can you, uh, what, I'm, I'm, what's a podcast that you can give me the intro for? Um, shoot, I'm going to start this and forget the words halfway through, so let's go with this. Okay. Welcome to Friends at the Table, an actual roleplay show based around good friends, solid characterizations, and interesting world building. 
or something along those lines. <laughs> For somebody who hates actual play podcasts, you got the spirit of it, and I think that's important. It's th- mm-hmm. Welcome to Friends at the Table, an actual play podcast where <laughs> that focuses on smart characterization uh, and fun interactions between good friends. I think that's it. There was there's world building in the middle there, but I think we got enough of it to go with this. How mm-hmm, did that mm-hmm. feel? That doesn't feel as good. I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to be real with you. It's not mm-hmm. as, like, coming off of the podcast for geniuses, it just doesn't have the same gravitas, you know? It's, it sounds hoity-toity while also not reaching as lofty a goal. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, whereas something like, uh, welcome to Waypoint Radio. <laughs> it is Friday, blah, 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 blah. Like, the, the energy of welcome to Waypoint Radio, like, that has a, a, it kicks you up. It gets you ready to go. It is simple. It is precise. Mm-hmm. I think that we could rate, just get in the mouthfeel of doing a podcast. I, again, I don't want to feel like we're doing an impression of a podcast because that's not what we're about here. We are here to just review a podcast as a sommelier would. Um, mm-hmm. We are drinking the podcast, swirling it around our mouth a bit, and then spitting it back out. The podcast wines. The podcast, fuck. Hi-ho! Hi-ho! Hi-ho!